0: We are now joined by Matt Tate here on After Hours. Matt, how are you this evening? I'm doing very well, man. How are you? I'm doing, I can't complain. Um, I played golf on Sunday and Monday last week, so the the weather will be okay, and we'll get over it yeah, here shortly. Yeah, you can't so.
1: complain. You're right. That's very true. Good. Yeah, you good. play once I, in February. I'm glad you recognize that. I'm, I'm dying to get out there. I got a new bag for Christmas, the Ooh. whole bit, but no luck yet. So
0: good, good for you. I appreciate that. Do you want to admit your handicap on air?
1: Uh, let's see. I am probably currently, I would say 18, 19. Not okay. bad.
0: I'm oh, okay with that. I'm okay with that. What's uh, the... Maybe
1: my peak when I was playing it a lot was 10, 11, somewhere in there.
0: I like that. I like that. So, What's... Yeah,
1: I'm ready to play, but you know, it's one of those things. If I, if I don't play regularly, it takes a while to come back. And then somehow it does come back and then I want to play all the time. And then right. I don't have time to do that. And then I, Stop playing and then it's a vicious cycle. So, you know, it's, uh, but that's why I got a new bag. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta force yourself to get out there with your new bag. That's like, you know, it's a beautiful sight. It's, uh, it's busy and colorful and I'm ready to rock. So yeah, hopefully this weekend looks golfable, right?
0: Very much. So, I mean, I'm, I'm the guy that I'll play it. If it's, if it's 45 or above, I'll play. Yeah. Like that. I like that. That's good. Um, so let's talk some- good news before we talk bad news or not, maybe not bad news, but worse news. Uh, today, the contract extension for, uh, Lance Leopold, pretty big information there out of Kansas seems like a day in which maybe a lot of people were glooming over a a, a loss last night at home or, are ecstatic, or at least relieved that the, uh, the head man who has turned it around on the football field, at least for the last two years is, is going nowhere.
1: Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, the, the the loss last night, uh, I'll tell you what, that loss, they didn't play great um, by any stretch, and they're struggling figuring out a little bit of their identity with, with Kevin McCullough out right now um, and, and really kind of grinding their way to the finish here. But um, they, I, I wouldn't call that a bad loss, despite how they didn't play that well. I mean, BYU's a really good team. If, uh, if you found BYU in the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight later, I don't think anybody Ooh. should be shocked by that. I mean, I think – they play a great style. They're they're coached so well. They're they're so relentless. Um, you know, this isn't excuses for KU. You got to you got to win that game in your home building, and they certainly had chances to being up double digits both halves. So, you know, it's it's on them for not getting the job done. But I I don't know that it should be one of those like embarrassment losses that mm-hmm. the fans can't even come out of their house to show their face to their K State Missouri <laughs> coworker friends. You know, like it's it's not on that level. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, disappointing, no doubt. And and so I'm sure yet yeah, today's football news was, was a, a welcome distraction. And, and it's uh it's, it's obviously much, much more than that. I mean, it's a, it's a huge, huge deal. Um, not necessarily because anybody thought Lance was going anywhere. I think we calmed the waters when, when that whole Washington thing happened and it was very clear that he was committed to KU and KU was committed to him and, You know, they've been working on finalizing this since that and and really started talking about it even before that. Um, But nonetheless, what makes it huge, in my opinion, are just the numbers, man. I mean, Kansas is stepping up to the plate like we've never seen before. And and frankly, like a lot of schools don't do. Um, They're paying this guy real, real money. Uh, they're giving him resources to pay his assistants real money, which is a huge part of it. And they've got him—I think it's locked up through 29 right now, which will probably be here before we know it. Um, but at the same time, seems like you know it's still pretty far in the distance right now, and 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 you know they can kind of just sit back and enjoy the ride from here to there and, and see where it takes you. So big news that they got it done, and, and that he's obviously even more committed than he already was um but man the the dollar amounts, the money putting him in the what top three or four of the big 12 conference um that's just you know five years ago 10 years ago even 15 20 years ago that's unfathomable stuff and not only are they is it a reality now they're 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 getting it done and and they're they're using that as the latest sort of a bit of momentum that, that this program's really, really riding on. I, I look at this, this Kansas football program, like those ridiculous, you know, um, surfers down there in Australia that ride that wave that doesn't even look like it could possibly be real, but that's where Kansas football is right now. Just way up on the top of that thing and just riding it and loving it. And, um, you know, they'll go as long as they can go. And, and obviously they keep adding to their momentum. So, um, really, really good days at, at, at KU for that, for that football program and, and the AD and the coach and and his assistants. And, and obviously the players too, this is a big deal for them.
0: Yeah. I look at this as kind of like, I don't know. I don't really have like an NBA team or necessarily like a, a favorite college team, but you see a team that went through just so much disappointment, so much, you know, hires, and maybe they were thinking too much outside of the box and you know, they find this, they find this guy and he's successful elsewhere. He's carried that into, you know, Lawrence. And now it's, you know, every year I think, you know, when he got there and they they had the surprise season a couple of years ago where, you know, they have, you know, five, six wins. And it's like, can they do it again? They get to a bowl game. They get six wins. They play Arkansas. It's a, one of the, I mean, at least one of the most intensifying KU football games I've ever seen the way that thing ended. And then last year, you know, it was the, I think the narrative might've been like, okay, can you repeat success? And, you know, with these additions and with these contract signings, you have to think that the expectations now become kind of on a different level of what it used to be of just like, well, just do it again, try to win five games, try to, you know, be relevant. And now it's kind of like, okay, go win the whole damn thing. Or, you know, how Roger Dorn says it in, uh, or I guess it's Jake Taylor says it in, in major league, it's time to win the whole effing thing. And I'm not saying that they should go out there and have those sort of expectations, but maybe they should right with the way the team's been and consistently been over these last couple of years, at least on the football side of things.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what they do. Um, th- that, that's a big part of the reason that Devin Neal decided to come back for mm-hmm. uh, one more season. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's definitely, it, it's funny because it reminds me a lot of the basketball program and obviously not overall and not historically speaking, but one of the things that's made Bill self so successful year after year, after year, after year is, he has emphasized the hell out of winning the big 12 conference and they've done it a bunch. And usually as good as that conference has been, if you win the big 12, you put yourself in position to be a one or two seed. And if you're in a position to be a one or two seed, you got a chance to make a run and they've made plenty of runs and, and won plenty of big 12 titles. And so I think, I think it's human nature for Jalen Daniels and Devin Neal and the rest of that offense that's back and, some of those guys on defense, whether they're established veterans or, or guys kind of coming up, you know, they're definitely aware that there's a playoff next year and they're aware that, you know, if this, if there was a playoff this year, they would have been in in the mix for that heading into that K-State game that, you know, they, they had a chance to win. And, and so I, I think they understand that, that that's within reach, but I do think that they continue to put their focus on, we want to win a big 12 championship and same sort of thing, right? If you win the big 12 championship, you're going to be in the big, in the, in the big dance, you're going to be in the college football playoff or whatever they're calling it now. So um, I think their expectations are huge. And also realistic, you know, I, I mean, I, I saw the other day that they're the third, one of those um, online gambling sites or whatever mm-hmm. had, had Kansas football as the the third favorite to win the big 12 this year. I think it was K state and then Utah and then Kansas. And so this isn't just a thing happening in Lawrence where it's like a feel good story and the momentum's building and everybody's smiling and high-fiving each other, you know, like people outside of Lawrence, even outside of the Big 12 are are recognizing that that what Lance is building here is 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 very real and something to be reckoned with and from the looks of it it, it certainly looks as if it's sustainable. And that's been his goal from minute one. And and Travis Goff's as well, when he hired Lance was, you know, we want to get this thing turned around, but we want to build something that can be sustained for the long haul. And so you're looking at the commitment that they're making both to the coach and his staff, but also with the stadium project and all that, like those are all things for a a bigger vision, a long-term future uh, of, of success and commitment, right? Those aren't just like, well, that'll be good for this year. No, no, that stadium's 450 million, part of a $450 million project, um, that, that is going to completely change the way Kansas football is viewed and, and the landscape of Lawrence even, I mean, it you know, that's massive stuff. That's not just for a, for, for a nice story for a couple of years. I mean, that's, that's, uh, legacy stuff that's that's generational stuff um and, and so that's that's kind of how i see it with lance and and this this commitment like you're saying i mean they they are absolutely raising the bar and and they're not just raising the bar to make it look good and so people take them seriously they're raising the bar to keep pushing themselves as well so it's it's yeah it's, it's exactly it's exactly what you would expect from from what you've seen from lance's career and 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 the, the building that he's done at other programs and um you know I, I think that that's how he's done it elsewhere i think it's happened faster here than a lot of places and maybe than anybody would have expected but um but you know and like you said i mean that's back-to-back bowl seasons It's a bowl win there's nine wins last year i mean it, it doesn't seem like it was a fluke it seems like now now you kind of have to expect those things and in the days of hey if you just win six games every year they'll build a statue for you that, That's that's not really what we're talking about around here anymore i mean they're talking about bigger goals and 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 they're talking about them as if they're realistic and and good for them for doing so because that's that's the the path they appear to be on
0: flip it over to the basketball side i i i said bad loss earlier i meant the way that the team maybe have played i know hunter dickinson was six of what was he six of 15 from the free throw line last night Missed some close range shots no uh you know they're missing one of their better players Dewan Harris, you know, maybe figure out scoring there, but I had two opinions and, and Rob Breton, a coworker of mine, who's a KU alum. I said, this is one of two things are going to happen. And this is, this is just me being real, Matt, either they're going to get knocked out in the second round and everyone's going to say, this is just one of bills, you know, not one of his strongest teams, you know, injuries plague the team or here's the deal we're going to get all the way down to the March tournament. They're going to be in the final four. And everybody's going to say, Oh my gosh, this reminds us of the, you know, the, the, the Tyshawn Thomas Robinson year where no one thought it could happen. And then all of a sudden we get here and it's like KU's in the final four. Everybody hates KU fans. Cause they think the season's over. the sky is falling. And yet here they are playing in the final four of the, of the NCAA tournament. I know that might be, might seem far fetched now, but you know, maybe just real quick, what your, what your take is on this, this current status of the basketball team.
1: Yeah. I don't think either of those are crazy. Um, and and obviously, if, if both of those are possible, then anything in between is probably possible, too. Um, the difference, I think, you brought up that 2012 team. And, and um, you know, I know you weren't comparing teams specifically, you know, personnel-wise and all that. But I, I think what, what this team's missing, that some of those teams that have made those kinds of runs before um, at Kansas have or had that this one doesn't they just, these guys haven't figured out how to finish those games. Right. Like they, that, that 2012 team was incredible at just finding a way to win. I mean, they did it that whole tournament, even dating back to the second round in Omaha against Purdue. Um, you know, they were dead in the water. Robbie Hummel was going nuts and they couldn't stop him. And somehow they found a way to get out of there with, with more points than Purdue did in a game that <clears throat> for a long time looked like it was going to end their season. And same thing happened in the Final Four that year with the Ohio State game. Um, they, they they had a dogfight on their hands in I think it was the Elite Eight against North Carolina. Um, you know, just when it got crunch time, that team elevated its game and found a way to win. Just like the Missouri game in in the Fieldhouse, the the iconic matchup before the Tigers left for the SEC. I mean, that was the same thing, right? They they find a way to win those games, and so have many of self's teams, and this one. This one isn't one of those, at least it hasn't shown to be yet. I mean, they have some good wins. Nobody will argue that. Um, but, you know, the, the other night, last night's a perfect example. Um, BYU got, got the lead late and uh, ended up going up three. Um, and Nick Timberlake hit a three from the corner to tie it. Big shot, big shot for him personally. Uh, big shot for the building, tied the game with, I don't know, two and a half minutes left or something like that. Uh, BYU to their credit came right back down, jacked up another three and drilled it, took the lead right back. And then you go down to the other end and Hunter Dickinson throws in a three, just as big a shot for him as it was for Timberlake. I think it was only his third made three pointer of February. So (laughs) he needed that one to fall again. That ties the game. I think it was at 66 all at that point with two minutes to go. Those are the games, Kansas wins. Like it's tied with two minutes and we're at our place. We'll we'll take Kansas. You know, I think everybody would have bet on Kansas in that moment, but they didn't find a way. And and that's a credit to BYU. But that's also sort of underscores the, the, the thing that we're talking about with this team. Um, they they just haven't quite pieced it all together to where you feel confident that when they get in those situations, no matter what time of year it is or who the opponent is or whatever, you you just it's hard to have the confidence that they're going to deliver. They can and they might. And if they find a way to do it three, four, five games in a row, then they'll have a special, a special run coming in March. But, you know, is anybody going to bet on that? Is anybody going to bank on that? Do you, do you sit there and confidently say it's going to happen? I I think that's what's missing right now. So um, they can change the narrative. They've got, you know, uh, three really tough games left. Obviously K-State at home shouldn't be terribly tough, but it's a rivalry game and, you know, they have revenge on their minds and, They'll be amped up for that game, and then Baylor this weekend and Houston the following weekend on the road. So, you know, if they win those three games, this team takes a whole different spin and a whole different set of momentum into March uh, or into the postseason. If they go one and two in those games, then I think that would make them seven and seven in, in their last fourteen games, and that's not a real confident place to be for a team, especially with the the expectations and the the standards that Kansas has. So, um, they have time to figure it out, but, but they, they're running out of time and they also, you know, you have to question the personnel. It just, it's not a deep team and and trying to do all of this that we just talked about trying to do all of that or any of that without Kevin McCuller in the lineup, it makes it even harder. I mean, it's already a tough task with him out there, but if he's not in, if he's not back, um, it's really hard to, to look at them and say, yeah, they'll probably make a run. I mean, um, they could, you know, and that's, that's going to always be the disclaimer they could because they have a hall of fame coach and they have some pretty talented players all the same, but you know, is anybody going to pick them in their brackets? Probably not. Is anybody going to, going to count on it, bet on it? Any of those things? Probably not. But you know, that's why they play it. Um, and that tournament as much as anything in sports is about the matchup. So if they, catch a good bracket with a couple of good matchups or things fall their way, then, you know, you know how that thing goes. You could definitely make a run, but um, they need to get right now. They need to to play well these next few games to end the regular season and kind of feel good about themselves again, which they did against Texas just, you know, less than a week ago. I mean, uh, or I guess it is a little more than a week ago, but whatever they did their, their, their most recent game before last night was, was a feel-good kind of team win, and, and that was without McCuller, too. So it just shows you how fickle these things are. I mean, one day you're you're flying and you feel really good about that win against a team like Texas with some good athletes and good talent, and you kind of handle them. And then a few nights later, you're sitting there going, what the hell's the matter with us? So um, these next three games are as important as anything for these guys just to f- really tap into their identity and, and kind of figure out who are we as we get into the the, the most important part of the season? Because if you go into March or, or the postseason not knowing who you are, then you you really don't have a chance.
0: Matt, I appreciate the time tonight, man. Take care. Enjoy the uh, the end of this season. And the next thing you know, you'll blink. It'll be football season. But we do appreciate tonight, Matt Tate, joining the show here on After Hours on 610 Sports Rio. Take care, my man.
1: You bet. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you down the road.